Thank you for joining us for another edition of the Five O Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, the Silent Witness Coordinator, and today I am joined in the studio by a lot of guests. So I just want to thank all of our guests for being here because we're going to start the interview in a second. But before we do, I want to thank Bonneville for this time each and every week. Bronwyn, our producer, and everybody over at KTAR and Bonneville who really goes out of their way to give us this voice to talk to the community. So if you have any information that would benefit the community, please reach out to Silent Witness at silentwitness.org or 480-WITNESS 24-7. You can give information that could lead to the arrest of an unsolved felony crime or suspect, and you could get cash. So check out Silent Witness at silentwitness.org. Today I am joined by a bunch of my friends. So first and foremost, Amy Breitzman, a lieutenant in the chief's office at Phoenix Police Department. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Now you tell people I work in the chief's office. They got to give you kind of a funny look because they either are are scared of you or they think that you have all the, the pieces of the puzzle or they just don't know what that means. What's the reaction when you tell people what you do? So I think just exactly like what you said, sometimes people are, are curious as to what I do and then other people are a little bit apprehensive. But um, I love working up there. It's the second second time that I've had the opportunity to work in the chief's office, and um, it's a great environment, and I work with a lot of phenomenal people. So I, I got to know you probably 20-something years and when we were in patrol. You were a precinct sergeant. I was an officer, but we worked around each other a lot, and this career... That happens all the time. You work around people. You get to know them through the years. But when you were in the chief's office the first time as a sergeant and now as a lieutenant, one of the things that struck me about you is you seem to kind of just be that go-to person. Someone has a project or a question or they need to research, and it's just ask Amy. Have you always found that to be true during your career? It is. I've always tried to have assignments where I, I'm able to learn about our department as much as I can in a variety of different, whether it's investigative or, um, you know, I worked in court services, learning all about the court process. So I enjoy being in new and unique circumstances when it when I'm at work so that I can learn new and, you know, different details and different facts about our department. And you have moved around a lot. So under the heading of recruitment, whether you like investigations or you like the tactical aspect or maybe your mind is geared towards traffic enforcement. The Phoenix Police Department, every police department, but the Phoenix Police Department has so many opportunities to go out and do different jobs. Have you always been driven to find different challenges through your career? Because you've not stayed in one place for more than several years, and then you go on and try something new. Absolutely. I actually started our department as a dispatcher, so I learned from the ground up uh, how our department works and our communication systems. And then after about two years, I really wanted to become a sworn officer, and I went, so I went into the academy, and it was the best decision that I ever made. You and I, I get to work with you a lot. You and I work with a guy named Chris Sun. He's a sergeant up in the chief's office. He's going to get promoted. And uh, Chris said something that I really appreciated. He said, when I look at resources and allocation, I will never refer to the people who work here as as bodies or numbers. They are all people with families, and they're all important to us. You've always had that view, too. But knowing that you started as a civilian or as we call professional staff, and now that you're in the sworn arena, do you find that you can easily communicate back and forth and and take care of the needs of all of our employees because you've been there? Absolutely. I think a lot of people, when they think of a police officer, they think of an officer that's out on patrol in a patrol car, but it takes so many different layers to run our department from, you know, our civilians to our dispatchers to our officers to our upper management team. So um, I've always kind of really enjoyed getting to know everybody that I work with on a personal level, and I think that makes it a lot easier. A lot easier. And I joke around about, you know, do people get intimidated when you say you work at the chief's office? But Jessica, you work in something that even the name is a little misleading. You oversee a uh, a unit, a bureau 
probably about 80 people. It's called code enforcement, but it's it's a lot of other things. Can you talk a little bit about what the men and women who work in code enforcement do? Because I know they're responsible for a lot of different things. Yes, absolutely. We were previously named the Code Enforcement Unit and recently have changed our name to the Public Records and Services Unit to more accurately reflect all of the services that we provide. So within our unit, we offer public records, which means that we process every public records request for the department. We do vehicle impounds, so any vehicle that's towed by a Phoenix officer, we process that record and issue vehicle releases. We also deal with false alarms, a loud party, and we have a group of officers that work in that facility as well. The reason that I think it's important that people know what you and your folks do, and I know they work incredibly hard, is because when people hear police department, they think, well, maybe I I can't be a patrol officer, maybe I don't want to be a patrol officer, but there's so many behind-the-scenes employee opportunities. So you started as an administrative aide, you worked your way up to administrative assistant, you've promoted several times. Can you talk a little bit about the opportunity to promote within the police department as a professional staff member? Absolutely. I started back in 2006, actually as a temporary employee, and uh, there was a lot of opportunity in the department as there is now, and moved up as a frontline supervisor and uh, became very interested in the inner workings of the department and started working uh, very closely with my unit manager at the time and started working uh, towards my undergrad and master's degree and completed that while I was working full-time, which was very difficult, but the city afforded me the opportunity to do that, and they offer tuition reimbursement, and uh, was, you know, again, very difficult, but uh, it created some incredible opportunities, and uh, now, fast forward to the current year, and now I'm the administrator over a tremendous group of people who do work, uh, to your point, who work very hard. They work incredibly um, diligently, and they're they're often not seen until somebody needs one of those documents that you mentioned has to come in the facility. You mentioned tuition reimbursement. I think one of the things that a lot of people focus on when they're looking at a career is what's the hourly rate. But when you factor in health care, tuition reimbursement, those resources, those benefits are are immeasurable. So for anyone who's out there who might need a career opportunity, please check out phoenix.gov, go to employment, and you have both sworn and professional career opportunities. That's phoenix.gov under employment. And call with your questions. Submit your information. Right now is such a great time, as as you mentioned, to get in. We we have such a need for servant-hearted people, and, uh, and I would encourage this to anybody. And I've encouraged my family members to join, too. And you mentioned going through school. Um, while working, and you must have an incredibly supportive family. So I'm glad that you were able to tackle both because that's it's like a role model for a lot of people. That's an incredible resume builder. We're also joined by Carmina. Carmina, we're sergeants together, but we've worked in the past at one of the precincts up north where I've gotten to know you. We were in patrol, and then you went on to investigations Somebody out there right now maybe isn't in law enforcement and thinks, well, I I don't really know what the police career holds for me. Can you kind of walk them through how your career has transpired? So, yes, um, we did know each other back in patrol. I was a patrol officer for about four, four and a half years, and then I transitioned over to investigations. And so I transitioned to the Crimes Against Children unit. Um, Basically, we focused on crimes that uh, involved children. Um, And then from there, I went into the special investigations detail where we conducted investigations involving City of Phoenix employees. So I did investigations for about seven and a half years or so. And then from there, I decided to promote. When you talk about crimes against children, 
somebody out there may be thinking, I have a soft spot in my heart for children. I don't think I could do that job. That is an opportunity that you sought out, right? That's something you said, hey, I think I could do well in this arena. And then you went, you tested for this, and then you became an investigator in that unit? Correct. And and I have to say from, I've been on the department for about 14 years and by far has been the most satisfying part of my career because in all reality, children are our most vulnerable. And to be able to do something that you can help children and take them from a bad situation and at the same time find justice for them, it's it, it, was, it was an incredible, rewarding experience for me. When you tell people that, I'm guessing, because we hear it all the time, I could never do that job. And, and I get it. That aspect of police work may not be for everyone. But the men and women who do that job day in and day out. Can you talk about who they are, like their amazing character? Because they go in, as you mentioned, and they protect the most vulnerable. But that's a hard job. It is a hard job. It's very long hours away from your family. At the same time, what you're listening to day in and day out, it is something that is uh, stressful at times. But like I said before, it's also very rewarding at the end of an investigation. When you're able to help someone, um, it just takes away all the all the work that you put in in the sense of all the hard work all the long hours it just makes it worth it at the end well you've gained an incredible reputation i'm glad that you were able to join us today because uh lieutenant brightsman and i we were just talking you you're, you're just one of those go-to people when people want to create something you've become kind of that person who can just seemingly answer any question so um, thank you for what you do but thank you for what you did when you were in that unit protecting children because so few people know about that jessica code enforcement unit all the places that you talked about there's so many career opportunities for somebody to come in if you had to describe the perfect candidate for any of these positions what would you say to someone who's out there listening who might know someone who's Eligible? You know, uh, the perfect candidate is anybody who wants a fast paced, interesting position. We have a lot of opportunity for growth within the unit. Any position in our unit is trainable. So I would highly encourage anybody looking for a good, stable day shift, no weekend work, no evening uh, position to apply. Because it's never a dull moment. It's always busy. There's a lot of variety. You deal with a lot of customers. If you like customer service, you will enjoy working in our facility. A lot of people will tell you, you know, I like being busy because the day flies by. And the folks that you work with are incredibly busy. But I think sometimes people hear about career opportunities and they may overthink it. Well, I wouldn't be a good candidate because I did this or because of this. We're encouraging people, put your name in. Submit your information. Let them figure out if you're a good candidate or call with the questions. You get the opportunity to lead and take care of people each and every day so that they can provide amazing customer service. Can you talk a little bit about the pride of the people who come in and serve? They're behind the glass. Maybe people don't get to know who they are. Can you talk about who the men and women are? They are a tremendous group of people, uh, much to Lieutenant Breitzman's point and um, your point. They are like a big family. So I try to get to know each each of them on an individual basis and get to know a little bit about their families, about their history, what interests them, and um, let them know what the mission is, what the vision is, that we are here to provide a service, that we are here to answer to the community and 
that translates into better customer service. Lieutenant Breitzman, you have worked a lot of places. Recently, you were a patrol lieutenant. We talked about Chris Sund earlier, a guy we work with, a sergeant. He's about to go become a lieutenant. As a lieutenant, you're out there and you see the men and women who are doing the patrol work. A lot of people don't hear a lot of the stories they, they go to and they go through. Can you talk about when you see a police officer out on the street, who those men and women are? Sure. Um, most of them have families, and most of them are committed to their family and their life at home, but they're also committed to the community and the betterment of our community and keeping everyone safe. And it had been several years since I had been out on the street, and when I promoted and went back out on the street as a lieutenant, I was amazed at our younger generation of law enforcement that are going to grow up through the ranks just like yourself and myself did. So we love to get waved at. If you're driving down the road and you happen to see a patrol car, we would love for you to roll down the window and wave at us and say hi. And um, it's a, it was a great experience being back out there again. And thank you for leading and taking care of people. I think that we all, when we started, we looked at a supervisor who was older than us and thought, I'll never be that man or that woman. And now here we are. Uh, But when you see the amazing people who are out there signing up for this job, I couldn't be more heartened in the future of this career. So, Jessica, Carmina, Lieutenant Briceman, thank you for joining us today. Thank you to Bonneville for this time. And thank you, most importantly, the community for supporting what we do.